welcome to Salty Much this week. I'm Sam. I'm Sonia. And let's start with what we're salty about. Um, I'll go first this week. Uh, (laughs) I am salty about the fact that I just started um, classes this past week. And they're really hard classes. They're master's level graduate school classes. I'm in classes with graduate students and I'm not a graduate student. So it's a little harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, like the classes aren't really crazy hard knowledge wise, I don't think. Um, but the way that the schedule works is like I have class from nine to four, five days a week. And each class is one, or each day is one individual class. Um, so like on Mondays, I have one class, Tuesdays, I have another class, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, etc. Um, and we have lectures in the morning and uh, labs in the afternoon. And it's not like it's crazy. Ha- the stuff that we're doing isn't crazy hard. It's just different than what I'm used to. And the schedule's a lot more demanding. And this is the first time I've been in classes since June of 2020. So it's going to take me a hot minute to get back to, like, the mind, I guess, of being in classes, you know? Yeah. So I'm just salty about the fact that because of the time difference with my classes that I have to wake up at 6.30 every day, like, I wanted to be able to at least sleep in past 7, but I can't do that. Which is a little annoying, but that's what I'm talking about. I would probably, like, stay in my pajamas if I had to get up that early for classes. Literally, um, yesterday, I was wearing sweatpants on the bottom half, and I was wearing a cropped, cute sweatshirt, but it was, like, a cropped sweatshirt, so, like, no one could see below, like, the crop line, so no one saw that I was wearing sweatpants, but I was wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants all day. Prime comfort. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I have the same type of thing. I mean, my I'm I'm like starting intro courses for grad school. Um and then it's the same type of thing where I have one class on Monday and one class on Wednesday, but I'm not doing a full load like you are. So it'll be less. But I looked at the syllabi and it's already like really hard just for those two classes. So, we'll see how that goes. But mine is not that long though. I only have like 3 hours each day. Oh, well, that's not bad. So what are you salty about, Sonia? Well, I have um, my, well, it's a recital coming up this weekend, or next, this Saturday, (laughs) Saturday, (laughs) but instead of like a show. It's so confusing um, that we're like recording this, we always record it on a weekend before we post it, so like the timing of saying like when things are, it's just like, it's, it's the Saturday of the week that this is being posted right (laughs) um so instead of a show because you know we don't want crowds in the auditorium we're just filming it but I don't know my hip-hop dance as well as I should going into a recital and I'm in the front and the center (laughs) I know because what happened was I joined the studio a little bit late and by a little bit I mean like two months late (laughs) Because they started in September, and I started in, like, the end of November. Um, and they just started the dance, so I didn't miss that much. But with, like, over a month of 
in the middle of all these, like the in-person classes, I went to one in-person class and then they moved everything on Zoom for like a little bit over a month. And on Zoom, there was a bunch of Wi-Fi problems and stuff. So I really like did not know what was going on. So I didn't, basically like all my like real learning happened in the few weeks after Zoom. And we're dancing with like other classes and we've only done like two rehearsals with the other classes like as part of the dance because like they're doing their own thing and we're doing our own thing Mm -hmm. so I feel like I just need more rehearsal time but we only have one more rehearsal which is on Thursday and then we are filming on Saturday and I think they're just doing like one take so I'm nervous and we're dancing with a chair oh so if the chair falls or something (laughs) and we have to like like kind of tip the chairs and like like hit the chair at some point and I'm just like worried that I'm gonna like not do something on time or the chair is gonna fall over which will mess everything up well now that you Um, have your new dance studio basement you can just practice downstairs yeah and I got like a a chair that I can use to practice with so I'm gonna be doing that all week and then I have tap also but I'm doing way better in tap because I just memorized it faster um yeah so I'm not salty. I'm just like nervous. <laughs> yeah. I love dancing and like Saturday is my favorite day of the week because I spend a few hours in the studio. I'm there from like 9 to like 1:30. Mm-hmm. And that's it's really fun. But I'm nervous about filming. You're going to do great. Yeah. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> um, well should we get into the meat of this episode then? Sure. <laughs> I love saying that. (laughs) Um, So this episode, we're going to be talking about um, astronomical signs and horoscopes of just me and Sonia, because we don't know all that much about any other signs. Um, I barely know anything about mine. (laughs) (laughs) So um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, You can go first. Well, let me pull out my notebook. Um, (laughs) I am a Virgo. Um, my birthday is the 1st of September. So I fall like right in the Virgo-ness. Um, but I am a September Virgo. Now here, September Virgos are different than August Virgos. So September Virgos are very detail-oriented, um, controlling type people like those are like personality traits of Virgos themselves are um that type but like September Virgos much more so than August Virgos um Virgo is an earth sign um my ruling planet is Mercury let me read my co-star for you since we're just gonna do that today my advice from co-star is to keep it casual I don't know what that means. Um, for those of you who don't know what CoStar is, CoStar is an app that you can get on like any app store, like the Google App Store or the Apple App Store. Um, and it, if you put in your um, date and time of birth, it will tell you your hor- horoscope. Um, and so, yeah, this is my CoStar for today. 
Um, it says, I have power in thinking and creativity, but pressure in routine, social life, sex and love, and self, and trouble with spirituality. Interesting. And the one thing that I really like about CoStar, but, like, also find kind of creepy, is that they call you out for, like, everything. I don't know if And they're always that. accurate. They're always accurate. Like, it's, it's weird. So I started looking at CoStar, like, right when quarantine started, and I was, like... Every single day, that was, like, my thing. I would look at CoStar because I was so bored. And every day, it was accurate. And I was like, um. <laughs> and then like when class started, I stopped looking at it. It, it. So today, it says, how to handle this period. You already know that you are loved. Your Venus is in Leo. This means that you have greater loyalty than most people. You are able to tolerate power games like only few people can. You are learning to trust your giant heart. You know you can get through anything when you make people feel loved. Boom. Wow. I know. Let's look at my chart. So I'm a... My moon sign is Taurus. My sun sign, is that what it is? Is Virgo. And my rising sign is also Virgo. Um, so my sun is in Virgo, which determines my ego, identity, and quote, role in life. It's the core of who you are and is the sign you're most likely to already know. Your sun is in Virgo, meaning you are particularly smart, responsible, hardworking, and self-sacrificing. You are thorough, meticulous, and intentional in everything you do. You can accomplish things that most people can't, but may also get bogged down the, by the details of your day-to-day. You have a need to be wholesome. It's in your 12th house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through privacy, secrets, and introspection. My moon is in Taurus. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, which is wrong. I am not a Taurus. I am a Virgo. Um, it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. My moon is in Taurus, meaning that my emotional self is very romantic and sentimental, which is so true. You are deeply loyal to the people you care about and try hard to maintain security and stability within those relationships. You often feel powerless to fix messy situations, but your way of thinking through those things is sensible and practical. It's in your eighth house, meaning you find security and safety through darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. My update for today is that there is subtle sweetness in the air. You already know what you deserve in relationships. Spend time with people who can adore you. You have to be open when you're disappointed. There's nothing inherently wrong with being critical. It just doesn't necessarily serve your purpose right now. Be adaptable. If you cling hard and fast to every detail, it will, without a doubt, lead to a boring life. The general theme of your life during this period is to seek out conversations and ideas that expand your mind and stimulate your intellect. By being flexible, you get to have more new experiences. Which is true. I feel like the thing about, like, I'm very much a Virgo, and Virgos are, like, very detail-oriented, intelligent people, and, um very motivated but also they can seem kind of cold Uh you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I mean I don't necessarily feel like I always come off that way but I feel like sometimes I can be I'm really judgy 
Oh, or like I, it like seems to people that, I mean, I am a little judgy, but like (laughs) it seems to people that I'm really judgy. Um, but like once I get to know people, I'm not judgy about them at all. Like I can't, I care for them as people. And so I feel like sometimes the fact that like I talk a lot, as you know, um, (laughs) and, but I only talk a lot with people that I know. And, like, in social situations where I feel comfortable. But classrooms make me feel uncomfortable. I don't talk a lot in classrooms. And so people think that I'm extroverted, but I'm more of, like, a more extroverted introvert. I'm the same way. So, like, the thing about Virgos is, like, cold and calculating and detail-oriented, which is true. Like, that's how I... I'm not necessarily cold and calculating, but, um, (laughs) I, I'm very detail oriented and I'm, I'm a perfectionist and I, I am a romantic, but I look for perfection in like romance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to settle. Does that make sense? Which is very much a Virgo trait. Um, and I want someone like this said to like come and sweep me off my feet. I'm very loyal too. That's another trait of Virgos. It's like you're very loyal. Mm. Um, so like once I attach to you, you cannot get rid of me. <laughs> the thing with Virgos is like they're because of their detail orientation. Because they're detail oriented. Yeah. Um, a lot of higher up people in companies are Virgos. Um, and there are also, this is going to be a little creepy. There are a lot, also a lot of serial killers that are Virgos. Oh. Cold, calculating, detail oriented. That's scary. I know. Um, some like celebrities who are Virgos are, uh, Beyonce. Zendaya. Um, Blake Lively. Ooh. Adam Sandler's a Virgo. Cool. Nick Jonas. Melissa McCarthy. Kobe Bryant was a Virgo. Jennifer Hudson. Bill Murray. Keanu Reeves. Cameron Diaz. Michael Jackson. Wow. Some pretty famous Virgos. Yeah. So there are a couple types of Virgos. Um, here, there are four different types of Virgos. Which one are you? There's the silent observer, the natural leader, the selfless caregiver, and the eccentric outlier. I don't really think I'm an eccentric outlier, but I mean, you never really know. I feel like I'm a mixture of the silent observer and the natural leader. Because the silent observer says, like, you like to sit back in a room and assess the situation and you have, like, an eye for detail and you always remember everything. Because that's another thing. It's, like, I remember a lot of things. I don't have, like, a photographic memory or whatever the thing is. But, like, situations, I remember. Um, the other one is a natural leader. You are assertive, confident, and aren't afraid to stand up for what you believe in. You speak for what you want and you are known to follow through with your goals. You want perfection all the time and will just keep going until it's right. And you expect everyone around you to do the same. You are independent and enjoy being in control. However, at times this can be frustrating because you might try to take over situations that you shouldn't and it doesn't always go over well, which is also true. 
I like being in control because I know that when I'm in control, it will be done right. Right. Because I'm a perfectionist. And so if I don't do it, then how do I know it's going to be perfect? I'm the same way with, like, you know, not everything, but, like, things I care about. Everything you're saying is, like, things that I relate (laughs) to, and I'm like, but I'm not a Virgo. So... I follow a lot of Virgo accounts on Instagram. I should follow like a more, lot um, horoscope accounts. And it just makes me feel so good. Yeah. Because I like feel when I, when they come across my, um, my feed on Instagram, I like see them and I read them and I'm like, Oh my God, I've never related to, to anything more. I got really into tarot cards when I was in England in the, like mm-hmm. last spring because I went to like three tarot card readings and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get a co-star. So I got co-star right after that. Um, like this one, it says, was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you milked all day? And then the thing, the comment says, Virgo, I didn't need such a personal attack, <laughs> which is true. I do that all the time. Like it's a good day. And then five minutes happen, like terrible five minutes happen. And then I'm just like, fuck this. This whole day is ruined. I'm the same way. Everything you're saying, I'm oh like, my yeah, God. me too. <laughs> I have very high standards. I feel like that's another part about being a Virgo that's, like, part of the perfection. That's part of the that's the th- thing. Like, I feel like I, like, as Virgos, Virgos always, always want attention. But then once I actually get the attention, they're like, fuck, I don't want the attention. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're always trying to prove ourselves by being perfect, by being, like, uh, by trying to be intelligent and, like, uh like, fixing everything and doing everything we possibly can to be the best versions of ourselves. And then as soon as someone notices that, we're always like, oh, God, no, don't look at me. Yeah. You know? Tell us about Libras. My phone's about to die. Let me just plug it in. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, my co-star says... What is a a Libra? Tell us the... Well, I, so, like, a Libra is, like, it's seen as, like, a very, like, balanced sign. So Libras are often seen as, like, mediators and peacemakers and kind of, like, wanting to... So they're seen as, like, very, like, balanced and, like, um, I don't know. I, I should know more about Libras, but I, I feel like sometimes I really identify with being a Libra and then sometimes I really don't. Um, I remember like, you know, Patina, they have, they had this like, no, it wasn't Patina, it was Barnes and Noble. They had like a horoscope book and it had like in-depth, like details about everything. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I spent a whole day like reading it. <laughs> Girl, I remember that book. I really liked it. Um, well, my co-star says... Today, you are free to laugh at yourself, power and routine, thinking and creativity, social life and self, pressure and sex and love, and trouble with spirituality. So you also have trouble with spirituality. Interesting. Um, it says... Well, it's probably because the Virgo and Libra are right yeah, next to each other. So maybe that's why I found like yours similarities is, with yours. Yeah, yours is the 23rd to the... What? October... You didn't look it up? <laughs> No, I, I did, but I don't remember. Oh, my God. My birthday is October 2nd. Virgo's... Yeah, so you're you're pretty close to yeah. Virgo, too. 
So it says today's worry today worries dissipate like condensation on a glass mirror. Okay. You already know where your home is. Find people who can lean on you. I feel like I was more anxious today than on the average day. So if they mean that worries are like leaving very slowly, then they're right. Um oh but if you click that then it gives you like a longer uh, like a longer um description. Way too long to read. But it's like it the t- very top says tenderness, challenging emotional stability. Interesting. So and that's January twenty second to January twenty ninth mm. of this year. So maybe it's like an anxious time. Maybe. Is that what they're saying? Makes sense. Because <laughs> um, I'm anxious. Um, <laughs> um, it also says, this month you're ready to balance your needs with the needs of other people. This is a commendable move for someone who detaches when things feel unbalanced. Build new bridges. Interesting. Your main challenge right now is to know precisely what your limits are, what you th- really think, and allow other people's ideas to coexist with yours. The goal doesn't have to be clarity. Sometimes the truth can be complicated. Um, my moon sign is Cancer. Okay. Oh, that's probably okay. why we get along so well. Oh, what the heck? There's like a really... <laughs> I'm like looking at the chart and there's like a really like big snake just like covering one of the things. <laughs> Do you have that too? No. It's really weird. The um, Virgos and, and... You said Cancer, right? Yeah, for moon. Virgo and Cancer is... Virgos and Cancers get along really well. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It says the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. And, like, I love the moon, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, your emotional self is sensitive, thoughtful, and empathetic. I feel like that's true. I always try to, like, see everything from, um, like, other people's point of view. And if someone, like, tells me they have a problem, um, even if, like, I don't get it, I try really hard to, like, see, like, see it the way they're seeing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? So I Googled, I Googled Virgo. And one of the things, you know how when you, like, Google something, it has, like, just a word and how it'll have, like, people also searched for, one of the things that people search for is, are Virgos beautiful? <laughs> just so you know. Hair flip. Virgos are considered to be by many to be the most beautiful of all the zodiac signs. Wow. <laughs> In case you wanted to know. Sorry, I continue explaining Libra. I'm just really getting a kick out of this. No, it's fine. This is interesting. Success in your work. I started working like um like back to like more full-time kind of hours. Not really full-time, but mm-hmm. more than I was doing before cuz I had a break from school. So it says there's times where you were turned off by people who you who you deem fake. I don't know what that has to do with work. People who are faking. I don't know. <laughs> people who like are are it kind of, that like reminds me of like a group project where like not everybody does their whole work and then they fake it as though they did the whole work. I don't oh know. yeah. Um, just, just I did a, <laughs> I did a free tarot card reading with my school, um, like over Zoom, and mm-hmm. <laughs> she was just like, "You're gonna have a new partner," 
in a group project in school. And I was like, what? <laughs> Not exactly the, the juicy news I wanted to hear. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm going to have a new partner because we switch partners every, like, month for the, like, one of my classes. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and then it says my creative flow... Under creative flow, it says my default communication style is diplomatic, charming, and persuasive. Interesting. I feel like that's kind of true, but I also feel like I I don't, I've kind of gone into a mindset where like, I don't feel like I want to persuade anybody of anything. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of in a mindset where like, if someone wants to do something, they'll do it. And if not, whatever. Um, because that help, that's helped with like, not expecting things mm-hmm. of anybody else. Um, the other things about Virgos, Virgos are described as logical, practical, and systematic. Um, and we are best matched romantically for Tauruses, Cancers, Scorpios, um, Capricorns, and Aquariuses. Which is funny because, like, my best friends at school are Capricorn and Aquarius. Oh, wow. Which makes sense. Someone Googled, why are Virgos so special? And their answer is, Virgos were simply born to win and rule. They're highly competitive in nature and mostly select the unattainable goals. If they work hard towards that goal and achieve great success, Oh, then they work hard. If a Virgo has dreamt of something, doesn't matter how crazy or dangerous that can be, they would work towards that, which is true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Under like the chart thing, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Sun and Libra, it says typically well-dressed. That makes me happy. I, I Fashion is really like something that like, I really like makeup and I really like clothes, like my um the thing that I always, like, want to buy, like, is clothing, usually. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, that makes sense. I always, like, want to dress well. I feel like it makes me feel more, um, you know, that dress well, test well thing? Yeah. I feel more able to, like, perform well, I guess, in work mm-hmm. and school and stuff. Yeah, dress for the success that you want. Yeah. You don't get tied down to a single view of things. You frequently question yourself and rethink your views. You're more impressionable than you appear. Yeah, you are, Sonia. <laughs> um, my ascendant and Mercury are in Virgo. And so your ascendant is the mask that you present to people. Um, and it can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. And... um. Yeah. Meaning I come across as precise, diligent, peace-seeking, and organized, which is true. I'm a very organized person. Wait, so mine says it's in Gemini, and it says that it changes every two hours. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's what the ascendant sign means. It changes every two hours, so you make sure you get your actual, like, legit birth time oh, okay. right. That's what it's talking about. Okay. Your ascendant is in Gemini, meaning you come across as quick-witted, chatty, eclectic, and fun. Though somewhat inconsistent. In conversation, you seem probing and curious. Well, that's true because um, I feel like, 
like whenever like I meet new people I always like I I don't want them to think that I'm not interested in getting to know them so I always ask a lot of questions Mm -hmm. Um. so my mercury is also in Virgo and mercury determines how you communicate talk think and process information and it also indicates how you learn and my Mercury is in Virgo, meaning that my intellect is analytical, precise, and diligent. I am unbi—I have an unbiased sense of logic that can make me seem a bit clinical, and I have a tendency to be nitpicky and point out what's wrong rather than what's right. You're a planner and pay attention to details. It's in your 12th house, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze your secrets, dreams, and mental health, which is so true. I've never related to anything more. Wait, mine's so much shorter for my Mercury. It says, you know, Mercury and Libra, you're a charming and diplomatic relativist, searching for balance in every set of ideas, though this may come off as insincere or indecisive. Yes, indecisive. Mm-hmm. That, that. that would be it. <laughs> I can see I that. I think I am. <laughs> or, like, I don't want to disappoint somebody else. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm usually, like, okay to do whatever. But I, even if I wasn't, I'm, like, less likely to, like, tell someone. Like, if it's about, like, food or something, I'll be like, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Please pick. Even Always if us. Not what I want. Planning wherever we're going to go whenever we get together. <laughs> Being so indecisive. Um, my Venus is in Leo. And Venus determines Me too. how and what you love. Oh, my God. So it indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. So the fact that our Venus is in Leo means that your romantic side is idealistic as fuck. You need you need oh, really a lot of love. That. What? It really says that. <laughs> yeah. You need a lot of love, care, and validation. In return, you don't hold anything back. That is so true. I do need I feel like I'm really needy. I always need someone to like I always need verification. I need someone to tell me. And I need like a lot of attention i'm the same way i really do need attention yeah. you want a passionate relationship though sometimes it just seems like you like drama yes <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> mine is in my 11th house meaning that for me love is often expressed in social status including platonic and casual friends along with your hopes wishes and dreams oh okay so mine says that it's in my fourth house Meaning that love is often ex- expressed in your home and family. Mm. Um, my Mars is in Scorpio. Mine's in Sagittarius. Mm, wow. Oh my god. Mars is the planet of aggression, Sonia. It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and the energy that surrounds you. Particularly in your sex life, ambitiousness, and when you're angry. Your Mars is in Scorpio, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is serious and incisive. Um, And you push things forward with passion and intensity. Once you decide you want to do something, you don't hold back. It's in your third house, meaning you put a lot of energy into the things you know and are familiar with. Ah. So mine says, your Mars is in Sagittarius, meaning that you assert yourself in a way that pushes boundaries. You easily become impatient and restless. That's true. And you push things forward with more vision than thoughtfulness. It's in your seventh house, meaning that you put a lot of energy into close relationships and long-term partnerships. That's very Mm. true. Like, I I love making new friends, but I feel like, I feel like I don't have, like, 
enough energy to dedicate like the same amount of time to every relationship. And I feel like that's a normal thing. So mm-hmm. I find myself like not really talking to people that I'm not that close with as often. Um, even if I want to, and that's just because like, I feel like I don't have enough energy or enough time in my day, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Interesting. My Jupiter is in Taurus. Me too. Mm. And one of the two social planets, Jupiter, rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. It's also very philosophical. And so the fact that our Jupiter is in Taurus means that you grow and find understanding through stability, security, and careful thought. That is so true. It's it's a very practical way. Yeah. Um, Mine is in my eighth house, meaning that I find success through sexuality and transformation. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> Mine says it's in my 11th house, meaning that you find success through social status, including pr- platonic and casual friends, along with your hopes, wishes, and dreams. Mm. Interesting. My Saturn is also in Taurus. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. So the fact that our Saturn is in Taurus means that we struggle with settling too easily, a lack of imagination, and getting stuck in the mud or distracted by sensory pleasure. What do you think that means? Um, That, like, we're too practical? Too bland? Am I too bland? Wait, meaning you struggle with settling too easily, a lack of imagination, and getting... That's not true! (laughs) I feel like I have a lot of imagination. I have high standards. I have a good imagination. Also, we don't. I thought that we like, or like you read earlier that you don't settle. Like as I don't. Ago, and I definitely don't. I feel like I settle a little bit more with friendships, not in the sense that like I. Well, maybe sometimes I stay in friendships that I don't. That maybe I shouldn't, but well, or like, for like but, a little bit longer than I should, but not for yeah. Well, the th- so like Saturn is a social planet and Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. So this actually kind of makes sense because if it's just about rules, it is just about responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. I am very beige about <laughs> or like bland, however you want to say it, um, with like fears, limits, like I don't set really high limits, like I don't like to go out and go bungee jumping. Like, that's not something fun I enjoy to do. Enjoy to do? Enjoy doing? You know what I mean. <laughs> it's a little late for me to properly speak. Um, so I feel like it actually kind of makes sense because if I, like, I settle too easily. So, like, I'm too practical. Uh, Does that make see. sense? I feel yeah. like that's what it's trying to say. Yeah. And it's in my eighth house. So I have difficulties with darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. Which also all makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it says it's in my twelfth house, meaning you have had difficulties with privacy, secrets, introspection. Well, I feel like I keep secrets very well. Like, mm-hmm. um... I know, like, um, back in high school, like, I remember, like, 
people would tell me that I was someone that they would like tell very personal things to, even if we weren't that close, because like, I will always keep it private. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like I worry that other people will betray my secrets more. So maybe that's what it means. Mm -hmm. Um, Uranus is in Aquarius. Me too. Oh my God. Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. (laughs) Your Uranus is in Aquarius, meaning other generations are shocked by your generation's unconventionality, intellectuality, and detachedness. I feel like this is really true. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like our generation is a generation that, like, won't stand for shit. Like, we won't stand for the the status quo, and we're actually really smart about the status quo and how we go about upending the status quo. So I feel like the unconventionality, intellectuality, and detachedness is very true. Yeah. I, it's I in agree my, with that. Yeah. It's in my fifth house, meaning that for me, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Ah. Interesting. Mine's in my ninth house, meaning that for you, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations, dated expectations about philosophy, faith, education, politics. I feel like that's really true. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine is also true. Yeah. Hmm. This is fun. I feel like the, like, dated expectations about, like, romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure, I do agree, like, that I rebel against those things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with this. Okay. Um, Neptune is in Aquarius. Me too. Oh my god. Um, Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. Your Neptune is in Aquarius, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through detached analysis and intellectual pursuits. I feel like that's the same thing as one before. Yeah. Um, it is in my fifth house. Again, meaning that for me, this manifests in my ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical, about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, like, that's very Virgo-y because it's, like, I have really high expectations about romance, my self-expression, my creativity, and, like, my pleasure. Uh, Ah. Like, I have high, like, high expectations about pleasure in, like, all different Mm -hmm. Not, like, I mean, also sex pleasure, but, like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, like pleasure in, like, what I do and, like, who I am. Right, you know? Like, yeah. I have very high expectations for myself. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Mine is also in my ninth house again. I think it's, like, going to be the same as the one before. Mm-hmm. Meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal verging on unrealistic and impractical about philosophy, faith, education, and politics. Yeah. I have really strong, like, like, I talk a lot about politics and um, all these things really philosophy not as much but kind of but like politics and education for sure like I feel strongly about those two things Mm -hmm. um my Pluto is in Sagittarius yeah me too (laughs) this one says it stay Pluto stays at each sign up for up to 30 years so that makes sense um meaning it rules a generation more than a person it rules power intensity obsession and control 
Your Pluto is in Sagittarius, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively positive, free-spirited, curious, optimistic, forward-looking, independent, and confident. I agree with all of those things. I do too. It's in my third house, meaning that I am personally transforming outdated knowledge and played out familiarity. Which I agree. I believe, like, part of my, like, whole major and life's work is changing outdated knowledge of, like, what climate change is, what the ocean is. Because we don't, we literally know nothing. Or we, like, used to know nothing. We know a little bit more, but we still know almost nothing. It's, like, my entire personality, not my entire personality, but, like, a big part of my personality is transforming outdated knowledge on those things. Yeah. And familiarity with, like, what all of that means and changing our perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. For me, it's in my sixth house, meaning that I am personally transforming outdated approaches to day-to-day experiences of work routines and bodily health. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's it. Well, do we want to go through my list of yeah. um, things? Okay, so what we're going to do now... Is we're gonna, I saved a bunch of pictures, and I'm going to go through and say, like, how um, different signs do different things, or what, like, say a topic, and then say what it says Virgo and Libra are, and we're going to agree or disagree with it, and why. Oh. So, this one is how you intimidate people. Virgo is getting chillingly quiet when you're angry instead of yelling. Which I kind of agree with. When I get angry, I get, like, fumey. I, like, think through everything I'm going to say, like, in my head. So it makes logical sense. And I don't yell at people when I'm in, like, fights or anything. I find yelling to be a barbaric way of handling a situation. Because, like, raising the volume doesn't change what you're saying. And it doesn't help the situation. It just makes emotions get higher. So, like, I don't. And when I get really, really angry, I get really, really quiet. So I agree with that. Um, Libra, being so hot that everyone assumes you're out of their league. (laughs) That's how you intimidate people, Sonia. Oh my gosh. Well. (laughs) Do you agree? Uh, Not really. (laughs) I mean... I mean, I, this is true for everybody, but I feel like, I feel like I'm, like, obviously, like, not attractive to everybody. Like, it's, mm-hmm. everyone thinks different things are attractive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people have kind of told me that, but I don't really think so, because it's not, like, not everyone would think that, you know what I mean? I feel like that's, like... I don't know. That's weird. That's a weird thing to agree with. (laughs) Let's go on to the next one. This one is starry, starry signs. And so it has a couple options for each um, sign. So I'll do you first for this one. Um, Libras are romantics, the kindest souls, uh, the musicians. Do you believe you are romantic? Do you have do you have a kind soul? And are you a musician? Well, yes. Yeah, I, I agree can answer with all that of those. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I really like music and dance and art and stuff. Um, 
And then I always try to find the good in people. I think that that speaks to the kindness part. What was the first one? Romantics. Yeah. (laughs) I am, Um, and I also like that in the other person. Virgos are dreamers, musicians, and free spirits. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I do not believe that Virgos are free spirits. I feel like we are the most analytically, like, tied down sign. We're not spontaneous. So I don't know why we would be a free spirit. Yeah. Hmm. I disagree with that one. Um, Musicians. I mean, I really like music. I sing in the shower. Does that count? (laughs) Sure. Virgos are funny and loyal. I mean, I agree with the loyal part. Am I funny? I think I'm hilarious, but I don't know about if other people think I'm funny. I mean, I think so. I feel like we're always laughing. That's true. <laughs> Humor <laughs> is subjective, true. but I laugh about everything. Um, Libras are always there for you. I try to be. Like, that's, like, my biggest thing is I try to be there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Oh, thanks. Whenever I, like, have a problem and I text you, you're always there, so. (laughs) I try to be, like, I try to, like, offer a shoulder, like, to everybody. Um, Even if I'm busy, because, like, I don't want anyone else to feel alone. And I don't want anyone else to feel like they don't have anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know what that feels like, and it's not not good. And I also do care about, like, helping other people. That's why, like, for a while I was thinking about becoming a therapist because I, like, really wanted Mm -hmm. to help people. Um, yeah. Um, Zodiac, random Zodiac facts. Okay. Libras are harsh but supportive. Oh. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with harsh. Yeah, I I try not to be harsh. I feel like harsh is a little, like, forceful, but I feel like... I don't know if like if I need to hear something, you're gonna tell it to me. Yeah. Let's say uh, I feel like honest is better. Yeah, I'll be honest, but I'll I'll try to sugarcoat as much as possible while yeah. still being candid. The next one is introvert versus extrovert. Um, Libras are extroverts. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm fifty four percent extroverted. I took a little personality test, and so technically, like, I am more extroverted than introverted. I feel like I agree with that because, like, I feel like I really like my alone time, um, but I am extroverted with people I'm comfortable with. But if you put me in, like, a group of people that, like, I've never met before, I'm not going to be, like, super talkative. Well, sometimes I am. Mm -hmm. It's really – it's complicated. Sometimes I am. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, (laughs) get me out of this crowd. Yeah. Because I don't like being Um, around too many people. Yeah. I get that. Um, Virgos are introverts, which I agree with. I feel like the thing about being, like, so analytical and, like, all of the, like, nerdy types that Virgos are, I feel like even if, like, I talk a lot, even though I am more extroverted, I feel like I am still very much an introvert because I really need my alone time. Like, I can't go out and be with people all the time unless I have my alone time. Like, your social battery does drain eventually. Mine does, too. Yeah. Like, after, like, I see somebody for a few hours, I'm like, okay, I need to go home and stay home mm-hmm. for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, your time dating a Virgo. 
five things. Sends you good morning texts. Shares everything with you. Will encourage you in everything you do. A sucker for romantic things. Will give you meaningful gifts. Um, I would definitely do good morning texts. Since I'm very clingy. Um, shares everything with you. Yes. I do it to you too. I like will like send you things that I find on the internet that I think are hilarious and just text them to you. Um, will encourage you in everything you do. I think I would be good at that. I think I would do that. You're never like, don't do this. You're going to be bad at it. Like yeah. that's not I always try. I try yeah. to be very supportive. I think supportive, you're supportive. supportive. <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for romantic things. I do agree with that. I don't know if I agree with we'll give meaningful gifts because I'm really bad at gift giving. Like I'm really bad at gift giving. So like I would have a lot of emotion behind it, but I don't know how good of a meaningful gift it would be. But you care about giving a good gift and then you never know. Like, I mean, like I'm like that where like I really want to give a good gift, but I never know what to give. Mm -hmm. But that means that you care about it. So I think. That's the part that matters. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Your time dating a Libra. Is very giving and romantic, knows how to comfort you, makes you feel special, would do anything for you, won't ever lie to you. That is true. I can't lie to people. I mean, like, um, I agree with all of those. I feel like, um, wait, what was, what was the one that was right before that? Would do anything for you? Oh, yeah. I'm really loyal, too. Mm-hmm. So when I care about someone, I will, like, do as much as I can to help them mm-hmm. um, within reason. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, I usually know, like, how to make people feel better, but not always. It just depends on how well I know them. Um, I mean, I'm, but this is romantic relationships, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. In that sense, yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, next one. Zodiac signs is phobias. Virgo is autophobia, which is a fear of being alone slash undesirable. I don't know if I... I don't think I have a fear of being alone. I think I have a fear that I am not alone. Like, if I am al- if I think I'm alone. Like, when I lived by myself, I always had a fear that I was not alone. Does that make sense? That there was someone there, but, like, there wasn't anyone there. But, like, I always was nervous that there was. Um, but I definitely agree with the fear of being undesirable. I do agree with that. Because I feel like because Virgos are so detail-oriented and motivated and stuff, um, Virgos focus a lot on their careers. And so they don't focus a lot on romantic relationships. So even though, like if Virgo was to have a romantic relationship, like they would definitely put everything that they would into their career, into their relationship. But it's really hard for a Virgo to get into a relationship um, just because of ev- they're always so busy. Um, yeah. Being all organized and planning their lives down to the very And minute. ambitious and stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely, I agree with the fear of being undesirable, undesirable just because you don't put yourself out there enough. You know, like... I don't put, like, sometimes people don't put them, I mean, this is a little personal attack at me, (laughs) people don't put themselves out there enough because they're afraid that people aren't going to find them attractive. So, yeah. I agree with that. Libra is decidophobia, fear of making decisions. Um, 
I mean, I'm indecisive, but I've gotten a lot better with making decisions. Like, in learning how to also, you know, not confront people. I, I, don't, I feel like I'm not there yet, but, like, tell someone if I want something changed. I feel like I've gotten better at that. And also gotten better at, like, telling someone if I want something a certain way. Mm-hmm. If it's important. If it's not that important, I'll be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't feel, I don't think I'm scared of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I don't, like, avoid it at all costs. I'm just a little bit indecisive. My biggest phobia is heights. Fear of falling, that's what it is. Like, I can, like, do you know what swan jumping is? No. Okay, well, I camp when I used to go to camp when I was younger. We would, like, go on, like, it was, like, a little two-story boat, and then you just, like, jump in the water. Okay. It's hard for me to jump, but once I do, I want to do it again. Mm Mm-hmm. But being super high up and looking down is scary because I'm worried about falling. Okay. Like, really high up auditoriums. So I'm scared of, like, falling from a tall height. Okay. Interesting. Um, the next one is Zodiac Bitches. Oh. Libra. Weirdest bitch. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm pretty weird. Um, Virgo. I'm quirky. You are quirky. Virgo is cleanest bitch. Which, like, I do agree with that. I'm a pretty clean person. Like, I... I'm a pretty clean person. Especially when someone poops in your shower caddy. That'll really... Oh, my God. really make you want to clean everything. I mean, I'm such a germaphobe, though. I'm such a big germaphobe. Like, yeah. I need everything to be orderly. I have piles, like... My desk is not the cleanest right now. I don't know if you can see that mess. But it's, like, it's organized. Like, there are piles. It's a lot of stuff. But, like, it's organized stuff. It's cleanly organized. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um. Next one. What's wrong with the signs? Um. Mine is extreme anxiety. So like, that should be mine. <laughs> I was like, I don't really have extreme anxiety. I have a little anxiety. But, like, it's about normal things, I think. And Libra is insecurity. I mean, sometimes. I feel like ours should uh, be flipped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I mean, I feel like everyone gets a little bit insecure. I mean, maybe not. But I get a little bit insecure. But mostly, like, anxiety is, like, my thing. Um yeah mm-hmm. anxiety is a problem <laughs> but it's getting better it's getting better so maybe that's why it's not the libra thing on there because <laughs> my anxiety has gone down <laughs> um here are top 10 reasons you're a blank yours is first top 10 reasons you're a libra number 10 you want everyone to be happy yes number nine your motto I have taste. Sure. <laughs> Number eight, you're so lovable. Uh, I agree with that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, you're always right. Um, hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no one's always right. But, but like, I, you're almost I, always right. When I think I'm right, mm-hmm. I'm right. <laughs> I have to tell everybody. <laughs> Um, number six, you're always brainstorming. Yeah, that's true. 
Number five, you hate making decisions. Yeah. Number four. I feel like there's like a lot of like hating decisions. Like I don't hate it. I. You're okay. indecisive. Like, yeah. I can make a decision. I've, I've gotten better you at it. You just don't so want to. Why. Yeah. Um, you love redecorating. That's true. I redecorate like every two days. You are the peacemaker in relationships. Yeah, I try to be. You love meeting new people. Yes, but I'm also nervous. And the number one reason you're a Libra is you were born under the sign of the scales. Which is literally what Libra is, so. Yeah. Um, top ten reasons you're a Virgo. Number ten, you give the best critical reviews. I do agree with that. <laughs> um, number nine, your motto, get real already. I don't know what that means. Um, number eight, so neat and clean. I do agree with that. Number seven, we'll do the worrying for everyone else. I do agree with that. Number six, very high standards. Yes. Number five, great comedic timing. I mean, I like to think that I'm really funny. So we'll just go with yes. Um, number four, always getting heartburn. No. I don't get heartburn. <laughs> That's weird. That's a really weird one. I think they mean it in like the relationship sense. Like you're always you're always getting your heart broken, but like Oh, sure. I've never heard that before. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, or it's because you're always so nervous that you actually legit get heartburn. Um, number three, so good at hiding emotions. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like I'm, I feel like if people know you, then it's obvious. Yeah, I I agree with that. But if someone doesn't know you, they they wouldn't. Yeah, they may not know. Yeah. Um, number two, model for expensive compulsive ads. I don't know what that means. Um, and the number one reason you are Virgo is you were born under the sign of the Virgin. Oh well, thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's funny. Um, this is an appreciation post, a Virgo appreciation post. You want to help others even when you can't help yourself. You have so much inner strength and passion. I agree with that. Um, you are able to see things both in a logical and emotional way. I mean, yeah, but like I usually pick the logical way, not the emotional way. You know? Mm -hmm. And the more others get to know you, they realize how complex you are. Would you agree that I'm a complex person, Sonia? No. <laughs> but I feel like that's because, like, you, you just... tell me the things that other people may think are complex. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Libra appreciation post. <laughs> um, you have so much depth that you only show to the right people. That is true. You are able to see almost any perspective and empathize with it. That is also true. You add tact and originality to everything you do. I try. <laughs> you genuinely want to improve yourself to be the best version of you possible. Yes, I also try. The Zodiacs win drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, Libra disappears to go hook up with someone. That is not true. <laughs> I just laugh. 
Um, I just get really happy. Virgo is never drunk enough, would rather be at home. I don't know if that's true. I don't have a high tolerance, so, like, I can get drunk pretty quickly. Um, and if it's with my really close friends, then no, I would rather not be at home. But, like, if it's with, if it's at, like, a big frat party, I would not, I would rather be at home. I agree with that. Okay. Um, what the signs are. Libra is a good fighter, sweet, loving, and intelligent, and a romantic. Yes. Um, all of those. (laughs) Virgos are sweet, loyal, intelligent, and romantic. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, This post says that we should avoid dating each other. All right. That's too bad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) A Libra girlfriend really loves spending time with you, will be there for you when you need her. You'll never get bored with her. Loves being wrapped up in you. Virgo girlfriend, her face lights up when she sees you, wants to have you late. Wait, what? The grammar is incorrect on this post. Um, (laughs) This is me correcting someone. Um, Wants to have late night convos with you, worries about you, and isn't afraid to be super weird around you. Yeah, that's true. You're like that with me. Are we secretly dating, Sonia? Um, I think that was all of them. What are your favorites for the week, Sonia? Uh, I'm actually kind of excited to start classes. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be excited once the workload starts, but I always like starting a new class. You know, mm-hmm. you feel productive and and it's a new, like it's a different school and stuff too, so different people. So it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you? Um, well, I have a couple. So, number one, Bridgerton got renewed for a season two. Yay! I'm so excited. They start filming in the spring. Um, number two, I, today, I've been watching movies all day. Um, and I was watching the movie Killers earlier oh I it's on Netflix now so yeah. I've been wanting to watch that it's so good so it has Katherine Heigl in it and she plays um Ashton Kutcher's wife Ashton Kutcher is a hitman Katherine Heigl doesn't know that Ashton Kutcher is a hitman crazy um and Katherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek plays Katherine Heigl's mom and Tom Selleck from many things but like I know him from Blue Bloods um, plays Katherine Heigl's dad. It's really good. And so, like, he... The plotline of the movie is basically, like, he was a hitman. He meets Katherine Heigl on vacation. And they have, like, a whirlwind romance. They fall in love. They get married. They move to suburbia. They have, like, the very normal life. He gets out of the game. Three years later, his old boss puts a hit out on him. And so every literally everyone is trying to kill him. Jeez. Um, it's and so then obviously she finds out that he's a hitman, and it's just a lot of action. Um, it's like a comedy, but like also 
a, not a comedy at the same time, but like it's really entertaining. And so I finished that movie because it, it's not a super long movie. And then I was like, oh my God, I need something else. So then I watched Mr. Right, which is a very similar premise. <laughs> that one has Anna Kendrick in it. Have you seen this movie? I haven't seen it. Oh my God, it's also on Netflix. It's very similar preface. So she plays a kind of mentally unstable woman. Um, and then her boyfriend cheats on her and so she leaves him. And so she like is not okay. Um, yeah. And she goes out to a bar and or no that's not how they meet but um she meets this guy and he tells her that he's a hitman and he actually is a hitman she thinks he's kidding and so they like are like using it as like a euphemism for something um and so they like go out on dates and they like get to know each other and the entire time he's like killing people he's like doing his hits or whatever but he has a moral compass he doesn't when he gets hired to kill people, he doesn't go and kill those people. He kills the people people who hired him. Because he feels like you shouldn't kill people. But then he goes and kills the people who hired him. Anyway. Um, it's like a fucked up type of way of, like, a moral compass. Um, yeah. But anyways. Um, and then she actually finds out that he does kill people and it's a whole thing. But it's so good. That one's a lot more bloody and gory than Killers, but. Oh, I don't like movies like that. But Have you seen fun. A Simple Favor? No! I want to see that. It's really good. How can I watch it? It's on Hulu. Okay. I've seen it twice. <laughs> of course you have. I've wanted to see I it. I watch it. Because it has Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively in it. And so, like, I love yeah, Anna Kendrick it's really and Blake good. Lively. Blake Lively is really a Virgo. Yeah. Also, the hustle is good. Okay, I'll have to check it's that so out. It's so funny. <laughs> um, Rebel Wilson's in it. I love Rebel Wilson. I have two more favorites. I got a desk to do my homework on, and it's a really cute desk. It's like fake wood, um, and metal, and it looks like it's really nice. And I got these really cute um coasters to go on top of Ooh. it. Isn't this cute? I got it from is Target. From Amazon also? Oh, Target. The desk is from Amazon. Everything else is from Target. Um, and I got a desk chair that just came in today, so I have to put that together tomorrow. It has rolly wheels. Um, yeah. yeah. And I watched the inauguration. Oh. And I legit cried. Did you cry? No. Did you watch it? But it's emotional for sure. Did you watch it live? No, I did. I was at work. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, so I didn't God. watch any of it. But, like, I was, like, reading and keeping up to date, though. So I had class on Wednesday morning, and he literally canceled the rest of class because he wanted to watch the inauguration. And so he was like, okay, we just don't have class in the afternoon. Like, you can go watch it. And so I watched it with my mom. Um, and I, like, teared up a little bit at the actual inauguration. I didn't, like, cry, cry. Um, but then I watched the Celebrating America special on TV. Mm -hmm. And during the finale, when Katy Perry was singing and fireworks were going off around the White House and the um, uh, Washington Monument. Um, and like the Lincoln Memorial and all of that stuff. I cried. 
it was it also felt like a release of like the past four years and like finally feeling confident in someone who's in power yeah and like the ability for them to make rational decisions i've also been watching the um daily press briefings um and jen saki who is the uh white house press secretary now um is like is having those daily press briefings and they're like an hour long every day um but they're like really interesting and i definitely recommend that you watch them because they are super informational um and it will definitely educate you because they bring in um she brings in uh people to speak about specific things so like she brought she brought in fauci one day um yesterday she brought in the um head of the national economic council commission something the nec whatever the nec is um she brought in like the head of that um and so he was speaking about like our economy yeah so that's another one of my favorites um i'm sorry Am, am I boring you? I forgot that we were recording. <laughs> I'm definitely putting that in, just so you know. <laughs> um, well, if you've made it this far into our podcast, um, don't forget to rate us. Give us those five stars. Um, put a little nice comment in there. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yay! Um... This has been Salty Much. I'm Sam. I'm Sonia. Okay, bye!